0: Bridge family, I am so encouraged already with God's ministry, with Holy Spirit ministry flowing this morning. I know you're probably feeling the same way. I I was just enjoying the worship to God, and I was like, wow, look, look at that. Look at that prophetic word being sung and declared. God is speaking to us that he deserves all of the glory. I hope you caught it because I know that is a word from the Lord. My goodness. And then when our host came, when the Berkey's came, we call them the Berkey's, but it's Burkharts, they came in overflowing ministry to invite us into the move of God's spirit. That is not just um, dealing with the intangible, but the tangible expression of worshiping our God who is spirit. It, Go buy some groceries, load a thing up, shop till you drop, and get ready for a food drive that lets people know that God is in the miracle-making business. I'm telling you what, I felt like we already had church. I was like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do this morning? <laughs> I, I'm just so blessed. And, and we were singing this morning that um, evil would rise, but God rises higher. Ooh, and you can see it in the life of God's people. God's people stepping up to more responsibility and challenge in Jesus' name, saying, let me at it, Lord. Let me at it. If you point the way, I'll go, and I'll go in your name. And I sense that. That's a good, that's a good feeling. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm giving God thanks for it. Thank you, Lord. Wow family before we hop into uh hop into this uh the lord's text for us today i i i, I want to I want to fill you in on some things. I want to fill you in on some things. Number one, my heart is also filled with rejoicing because we have a new engagement in the house. Joseph and Carell, we thank God for you. We celebrate what God is doing to bring this man and woman into holy matrimony. Oh, they shared that news with me on Friday, and I was so excited. I couldn't wait to share that with with you all. And second, I want to tell you about this past Wednesday. We gathered, and we're going to gather again this upcoming Wednesday for Parking Lot Prayer. Wednesday at 7 p.m. for those who could join in. We're here at the Bridge Church. We had our our mask on, and we were trying to do that social distancing thing. And, you know, um, but as the weather changes, um, you're going to tweak maybe what you wear. So you're going to check your temperatures and, and see. But it was so wonderful to gather with those who could in person and call on the name of the Lord together. I know my wife, Mia, and I, we had a request in. And we had shared it we, we didn't share it on a Sunday morning we shared it in the context of our weekly prayer meeting and just just the the quick testimony is um, our the owner of our home uh, basically needs to sell the home that we're renting, and he said, "Hey, can you guys be out by november twenty eighth that's what he said to us and And many of you know we're pregnant with baby number five and all the beautiful things that God is doing. It's such a heavy and wonderful full plate. And we said, okay, we'll we'll do the best we can. And so one of the things we did was share it with that prayer group that meets on Wednesday as we're lifting up all those requests concerning our nation and our world. We also take a moment and share personal things that are going on. And so We shared that, and I I tell you what, Bridge Church was right there in God's face, just interceding on our behalf, and I'm happy to announce that we found a place yesterday. So we're just celebrating, and there's so much that God is doing that's worthy of rejoicing, of thanksgiving, and I encourage you, if you can attend, come, come. Uh, If you can't, you know what? You have people in your world that you can be intentional about praying with. And I tell you what, from this Sunday all the way up to Election Tuesday, this would be a time if you didn't have an intentional prayer time, I believe in Jesus' name this would be a great time to set one up from today all the way up to the election. Yeah, I think it would just be... Just be right on the money to be interceding and lifting up the concerns and the needs of the nation, of our world, of your family in an intentional way, in a set way with someone else. So, 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 so take that. And then you know what? I'm so excited, guys. I don't even know if I got to all my three things that I were going to say right there. I think I did. I did. So that is this upcoming Wednesday, 7 p.m., and we are going to be in our Bridge Church parking lot, and I invite you to come and join in on what God is going to do. Oh, well, with that said, if I had to give a title to today's message, I would call it more tea from Exodus 17. More tea from Exodus 17. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm looking in this chat room. Good morning here. Bridge Church family. Good morning, Labas and Wongs. Come on, Sandoval's in the chat room this morning. I see Joanne Kim and Derek D. Oh, I see that. Michaela says Jillian is her best friend. Yeah, Jillian's the best. That's the so sweet. Um, Jin Jin, I see you. Now, listen, guys. So um, Jennifer Montes, Jennifer Geber Christos, is the one who actually taught me this term. See, I, I, it's not that I'm like super old and outdated, but I'm really not, you know, I'm really not popular culture savvy, you know, really. And so I had asked Jin Jen a question one day. And she said, oh, you want the T? And I said, who? I was like, I didn't, I didn't know that expression. So she, she schooled me. She schooled me. She said, oh, that's, that's the way of talking about getting information. You want the information on it. yeah." And that's the way Urban Dictionary defines it, too. I have learned that some people use the T negatively as if to talk about gossip. And clearly that's not what I'm talking about this morning because gossip is a sin. We don't got no time for that slander and gossip backbiting that's not to be named among God's people amen so hopefully you're showing my picture of Kermit drinking the tea and so today what we want to do is share (laughs) more tea from Exodus 17. More tea from Exodus 17, and family, I was sharing with the, I was sharing with the ministry team this morning. I said, I don't know how far the Lord is going to let us get in this, in this passage, but what I want to do is read together Exodus 17, 8 through 13, and then we're going to go to verse 8, and we're going to trust the Lord that we're going to get as far as what he wants us to get this morning. Okay, are you with me? So with that, I'm going to read it from the ESV version, and I invite you to read along with me. And see that picture. See that picture unfolding. Verse 8 reads, Then Amalek came and fought with Israel at Rephidim. So Moses said to Joshua, Choose for us men and go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow... I will stand on the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses told him and fought with Amalek while Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. Whenever Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. And whenever he lowered his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands grew weary, so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it, while Aaron and Hur held up his hands one on one side and and the other on the other side. So his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. And Joshua overwhelmed Amalek and his people, with the sword oh just pray with me holy spirit we thank you for your word Your word brings life. Your word brings clarity. Your word brings correction. Your word brings peace. Your word brings hope. So release the power of your word as we agree with everything that you're desiring for us in this moment. Help us to lean in and to not be distracted. Protect the word that goes on every single heart that a great harvest would come from every single word that's planted in our hearts this morning. Have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. You guys, check out verse 8. Check out verse 8. Then Amalek came and fought with Israel at Rephidim. I'm going to read it one more time (laughs) because that's a doozy. Then Amalek came and fought with Israel at Rephidim. Pastor, why are you carrying on about that? Because Amalek tried to come against Israel. Israel is God's people. How are you going to come against God's people? I believe one of the things the Lord wants us to hear this morning and to be reminded of this morning is that God is for us and not against us. That as we trust him and as we move forward in faith, God says there are battles I'm fighting on your behalf. Amalek, Amalek, when you study Amalek and you look throughout the scriptures and learn about, you learn that they were a plundering people. A plundering people, they were, they were, they they like to fight, but this time they picked the fight with the wrong people. They picked the fight with Israel. You don't pick a fight with God's people, you don't pick a fight with God's purpose. Because if you pick a fight with God's purpose, you're gonna lose. So as we walk and operate in God's purpose, we know that victory cometh nigh or victory draweth nigh. Who is on the Lord's side? Who is on the Lord's side? Oh, it's interesting, right? If you you start thinking about it. Well, 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 Pastor, was it just because they were Israel? Yeah, they were God's chosen people. Yeah, but there were times when God's people didn't pick God's way. And God's people lost. They would lose. But even as we prayed this morning, when we recognize that we're on the wrong side of God's purpose, we ask for God's forgiveness and we get back on the path in Jesus' name. That gives us the assurance of, God, what are you up to? God, what are you doing? God, I want to be on your side. There are stories right now in our church of s- stories of opposition. And I want to encourage you this morning to stay in the purpose of God. Stay in the purpose of God. And these enemies, God will deal with them all on His own. Stay in the purpose. The purpose. Did I forget to mention something about Amalek? I think I did. Do you realize that these guys are actually related? Could it be that you're facing some opposition within your family, within your relatives? Could it be That there are things going on in your family right now where God needs to come in and bring his resolve and bring his resolution. I believe that this morning. I believe that this morning. And I don't, you could read a lot as to why Amalek came after Israel. But when I look at the fact that these two are related to one another. It really makes me take a step back and recognize Wait a minute. we should all just want to be on God's side. We shouldn't want to fight one another. We should want to be on God's side. We shouldn't want to fight one another. We should want to be on God's side. We shouldn't want to fight one another. We should want to be on God's side. I almost turned into a rap. Almost turned it into a rap. I think I'm partially inspired because the Berkeys had a rap going this morning as they were doing the hosting, and it, it was awesome. We, maybe we maybe we can hook that up some other time. But we should all want to be on the Lord's on the Lord's side, Pastor. How can somebody call themselves a Christian? How can somebody call themselves a Jesus follower and vote for Trump? Pastor, how can somebody who calls themselves a Christian, calls themselves a Jesus follower, vote for Biden? Pastor, Pastor. How can someone who calls himself a Christian or a Jesus follower vote for Kanye? <laughs> we just having fun this morning. <laughs> and within the body, those questions within the body at the bridge, within the body around the world, those questions are being asked, and the Lord put a word on my heart. Put a word on my heart. Because there is a right place for political passion. Amen? There is a right place for political passion. I believe if your political passion is right, your passion is coming from God. God himself is fueling you to go into the world and to make a difference, to look out for people's well-being and lift people up and watch out for the cause of the poor and needy. Come on, somebody. There is a right place for working within. Working within. Working within. A political party or your passion, your passion working within it hmm, but we're not of it, are we hmm. Pastor, how can somebody say they're a Christian? How can somebody say they're a Jesus follower and and vote for candidate A or candidate B? How can they vote for that particular measure or that particular measure? How? How? There's a right place for those questions. But I was hearing the Lord say on my heart, hey, if you ask that question too much, it's going to become your focus and it's going to become a distraction. This is what he gave me. First Corinthians 1031. He said, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. After a while, that question should go and take a back seat. How can that person vote for that? How can that person vote? No, 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 no. After a while, that question has got to go to the back seat, and we've got to begin to pray into everything being done unto the glory of God. It's like the Lord was saying just tell them to take their eyes off of one another and tell them to put their eyes on me put their eyes on what I'm doing, put their eyes on what I'm desiring, and if they put their eyes on me and what I'm desiring, he said, I'm going to cause a great event, great awakenings, miracle signs, heals, and one love and forgiveness to break out through the church like the church hasn't seen before. Take your, take your eyes. If, if, if this word is hitting you this morning, just, maybe you've just looked too long and you've, you, you, you've, You've riddled yourself with that question and it has gotten you into a knot in confusion. Jesus, follower, that's not for you. It's not for you. It has its right place, but it's a secondary place. It goes, it goes. Put that thing in the put that thing in the back seat. And it's interesting. It's interesting because. 2 Corinthians 5.10 gives us this. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. So that each one may receive what is due for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. Now, this is to the Jesus follower. Judgment seat of Christ is for the Jesus follower. Pastor, I think I might be getting how you're connecting this. Can you explain it a little more? Yeah, of course I can. Because this is what we have to remember. When we stand before the Lord, the question will be about the Lamb of God. And how we walked out the assignment, the purpose of God based on the Lamb of God. It's not going to be about elephants and donkeys. When you get to the judgment seat, God's not going to talk to you about it. He's going to say, now, I gave you my son. How did you walk with him? How did you follow him? So, so, so. Uh, 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 Republican, Democrat, God uses it. It It's awesome. Independents, conservatives, progressives, liberals. God uses all of it. But I want to know, Lord, what are you up to? I want to see you. I want to join you in your kingdom work so that when I stand before you one day, I hear, well done. I want to see people within our church being raised up by the spirit of God to go into political office. I do. I want to see it. Because I want want us to be a part of that people who gets in there and shows what it's like to be a kingdom citizen and work within something to bring about God's highest and best. It's already happening in the world. It's been happening for um, uh, centuries, that testimony. But I would as a pastor, I would love to see that at Bridge Church. In in, in the tenure of my pastorate, I would love to have people who run for political office in Jesus' name and they bring about God's highest and best because they're asking the question God, what are you doing? How do I join you and looking out for the interests and the well being of others? How do I elevate this party that I'm serving within? so that they can know you and see you. How do I operate within this party that I'm working within, but I'm not of, but I'm working within, so that I can raise up disciples. So that I can disciple people who, like me, don't understand. Well, so that I can disciple people who have been given God-given political passion. Because that passion makes us alike. Anything that you have that's like somebody else, it means you have commonality and it means that you can have a conversation and you can begin to help people to know God and to know him fully because we have something in common. Hairdressers, disciple, hairdressers. Actors, disciple, actors in Jesus name. Oh, yeah. Lawyers, disciple, lawyers. Entertainers, disciple, entertainers because we have this in common. So we can take that commonality and I can begin to tell you, you know where that passion you have comes from, don't you? Let me show you what to do with that passion. Be born again. Walk that thing out. Come on, let's walk it out together. I haven't arrived, but I know that I need a savior. But I got the same God-given passion that you've been given. Come on, let's link arms. Let's walk this thing out together. Let's walk this thing out together. Oh, Lord, oh, I pray. Oh, I pray for that type of awareness, for that type of conviction. Philippians 3, 20 through 21 says it like this. But our citizenship is in heaven. And from it, we await a Savior. Our citizenship is where? Where? In heaven. Hmm. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like His glorious body by the power that enables Him even to subject all things to Himself. Our citizenship is in heaven. Oh, we're going to be like some of the folks at the bridge who have dual citizenship. I think the Lord is pointing that out to us this morning. We're going to be like some of our folks who have dual citizenship. They have citizenship uh, in Asia and they have citizenship here. And it's it's similar because God says, you guys, Bridge Church, Body of Christ, Kingdom, you guys are my ambassadors. You were born from above and I have sent you into the world on mission. So, God, you're saying that as I navigate my marriage or my relationships, as I navigate my political preference, as I navigate all those things, you're saying I'm to be anchored in my citizenship that comes from heaven. And I allow everything to influence, everything to be influenced by where my citizenship is, because I've come from heaven and I'm going back. God, give us that type of Freedom, give us that type of release to be servants, servants who are looking out for what it is that you're wanting and see seeing it be brought about. God, help us to be servants like Jesus who humbled himself to the point that he said, I'm going to humble myself. I'm going to lower myself so that I can be a great servant. I can serve in anything you put me in, Jesus would say. I can serve if I work in textiles, if I work in uh, fashion, if I work in wherever you put me, I will do what a servant does and look out for the well-being of others to such a place that God would be. There it is again, glorified. Glorified. I fall short. We fall short when we don't look out for God's glory. That his glory I've I, I said this for I feel like a bajillion years because you, you know when you're walking out your faith, you 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 come to certain understandings. I had a revelation um early on and it has really blessed me. I came to know that God was. God was out for his own glory. God was out to demonstrate his beauty, his renown, to show himself in a way that drew people to him, that people would know who he was. And our voting, the way we parent, our, our marriage, all those things are supposed to go to that end. God, how do I glorify you? How? What does it look like? As I'm days away from saying I do, what does it look like to glorify God? What does it look like to bring bring you glory? Let's go to Exodus 32 and 26. It reads, Then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, Who? Is on the Lord's side. Come to me. And all the sons of Levi gathered around him. Let these next few days, these next few weeks, all of our life, but particularly in this political season, be a time where we draw close to the heart of God. And we say, God, I won't be on your side. I want my actions and my attitude, my behavior to glorify you. I want to see your kingdom come and your will be done. After the election happens, after this presidential election happens, God, I know you want to use me. I know you desire to work through me and flow through me, and I want to be available. I want to be available to you. Let the next few weeks, days of this season be about that type of heart. I want to agree with you, God, and I want to see your kingdom come. And I'm going to do the best I can and vote how I can, according to your heart, as best as I can understand, to see your highest and best brought about. God, I'm, I'm in, but I want to be, be on your side this morning. There, I love this about this church. I've heard a few of the testimonies, and I'm sure where there are a few of those, there are always more of them. But one of the things I love is hearing the stories of people within the church who, uh, a few months back, we had a, a brief uh, conversation about not just praying about people, but praying for them. This is the job of the kingdom citizen. This is the job of the church. This is this is what our vocation and our occupation looks like. You know you can count on the people of God to be praying. Well, you're supposed to be able to count on the people of God to be praying, to be lifting up holy hands and lifting up Intercession before the Lord. And the testimony I love is when uh, folks, we had the conversation a while back, and they said, you know what, Pastor? I-, I haven't prayed for the other side. I've prayed about it, but I haven't prayed for them. And, I, and some have started that. Some have started that. And it, that, that blessed me because that's, that's repentance. That's a change of heart because the enemy uses fear. To try to get people to turn against God, to turn against one another, to make us lose our ever-loving mind. God said, I didn't give you a spirit of fear. I gave you love, power, and self-control. You're supposed to say, I'm going to be sober and vigilant. I'm going to stand on my post, and I'm going to lift up holy hands, and I'm going to make intercession for all governmental offices. I am going to do what God says do, because my citizenship is in heaven. When I get to the judgment seat, God's not going to be talking about anything else but Jesus. So those kind of testimonies, and those are hard testimonies. Some of you in here, some of you are with me right now, and you're like, yeah, I can't believe that. Because it's God. It's God. He shows himself, and someone says, oh, yeah, I can vote how I vote, but I'm responsible first and foremost to God, to his glory, to his kingdom coming, his will being done. A lot of this stuff, I've got to Put it in its right perspective. I've got to bring hope, and I've got to bring peace. I've got to bring unity. I've got to bring solutions. I have got to work together so that God's kingdom come. God's side prevails. Whatever God wants, that's what happens. So that's hard stuff. But it's happening. So if you haven't yet taken time, if you have identified yourself as Maybe you identify yourself as more partisan than you do Jesus follower. But you're a Jesus follower. But you just identify yourself by a party more than you do a Jesus follower. God's got you. All you have to do is go, oh, wait, God, is you first. And you're going to empower me to work within all these different things. That's easy. God's got you. You can just say in your heart, uh, Father. Forgive me, because that's not what glorifies you. What glorifies you is allegiance to you. Allegiance to you. Easy. It's easy to do that. He's got you right now. But if you have not taken time, even if you're not some strong party identification thing, maybe what you can do, if this is hitting your heart a certain way, Is today, go through, and whoever you call the other side or whoever you feel like you don't agree with, that's totally fine to not agree. But as a kingdom people, our responsibility is to see that God's kingdom come, his government and administration, which will have no end, is being shown up in our reality as much as possible. And that happens how? When prayer comes. And we agree with God and we see the release of God's glory through his kingdom, impacting real people's lives, restoring real, real lives. So I want to challenge you. After that, the the votes have been cast and this election is over, there's going to be a world, there's going to be a nation. And this nation is going to need the church. It's going to need the kingdom. And we want to be right there. We want to be right there, right there ready. Right there ready. Like, well, our hope is in the Lord. We voted. We did our civil duty. We did it as unto the Lord with worshipful hearts. But we have our hope in a kingdom that cannot be shaken. So, God, let your glory shine. Let your light, light, let your light, light, your glorious light, light, let it shine. Let it shine. I want to encourage you. Just go through and look at those certain Because a lot of us, we don't see it sometimes by flesh and blood. I mean, we do see flesh and blood. We don't see it spiritually. That person, that person, we don't even know these people. God sees the heart. He knows really what's going on. And what God is asking us for is partnership with him. Come be on my side. Pray blessings. Blessings. Pray that there be a revelation of who I am. Pray truth and grace for everybody involved. So I want to challenge you with that. After the vote has been cast, the church has got to bring it. We have to bring it now, but you understand what I'm saying. It's going to be a time. That's going to be a time. Where? Where's hope? Oh, it's coming through God's church. <laughs> oh, Okay. How do you guys have hope right now? Well, our, uh, our hope, our heart is in the kingdom that cannot be shaken. Praise God. So if you haven't done it, it's something that I do. I'm not asking you to do something. I've never done it. I, do, I just go through and I just pray and I get those names and I pray blessing on everybody. So I can just I want to just serve anybody that God will bring across my path. I don't want to pick and choose who will serve. And it's so easy being having flesh to get an attitude and a prejudice and to divide myself because there's a part of me that's not my spirit. It's called the flesh, and it's immature, and it's selfish, and it's short-sighted. And so what I have to do to keep my heart tender is to pray to God and say, God, I need to see people how you see people, so I'm just going to get all of these names and call them out before you for blessing. Call them out that their families would be blessed. Call them. If you haven't done that yet, Jesus follower. I encourage you to do that today. I encourage you to get that done. Put that on your priority list. And you're going to experience a freedom and a hope. Burden is going to be removed. There's going to be a sense of pressure. The enemy's been using fear to pressure the people of God. You're going to feel some of that leaving you. You'll say, oh, I get that where God's spirit is, there is liberty. There's freedom. Rest for our souls. I want us to end this time just in in reflection. Allowing Holy Spirit to minister to our hearts, to search our hearts. God, we want your kingdom come and your will be done, expressed in real and tangible ways. We don't want to block you. We want to be part of the solution. We want to say at the end of the day, we were on your side and you used us to work within this world, work within this parties to bring about God's best and highest good. That's what our heart cry is. But God, it's it's hard. So would you just help us? Lord, would you just help us? Would you help us? Help us to see people, help us to see one another the way that you see through those eyes of, you said in your word today, compassion in Psalm 86 and take 10 reading. You said compassion, slow to anger, abounding in love. Help us to see everybody like that. And Lord, when those those prejudices or those things rise up from our hearts, Lord, help us to bring them to you and submit them to you, and to get your heart on everything that doesn't look like you. Oh, Lord, we ask for a spirit of prayer and relationship with God like Jesus had to hit our church even more, to hit our country even more. We pray it in the name of Jesus that that's what you desire. That's what you're wanting. And so, God, we join you and we agree with you that more, more, more our prayer life will be cultivated more, enjoying you and walking out your pleasure, being a blessing and increasing the well-being of everybody. Make us a greater blessing as we lay things down that don't look like you. Make us more. Make us more like you. Help us to look at these decisions. Help us to look at the people and look at them through the eyes of God who so loved the world that he gave. Jesus. Because you love so deeply, so completely. Help that to cross our hearts and our minds. Oh. this grace. I feel that. I want to just sing that over us as we're in this time of ministry where we're just saying, Holy Spirit, I didn't even considered praying for these people, these other people, whoever they are. I never But it sounds like you. It sounds like you love everybody and you are bringing, using your kindness to bring everybody into a repentant heart toward you and toward fellow man. Lord, let Let your church be the solution. Let your church be one of the things, God, that you use to accomplish your kingdom come and your will be done. Hmm. Grace, grace, grace for us all. Grace, grace for us all. Grace for us all. Grace for us all. Grace that we live out. Grace for us all in Jesus' name. now i I can see i see grace covering us your grace covering us your grace covering us melting our hearts again i see grace covering us Your grace covering us, melting our hearts again, melting our hearts again. Your grace covering us, covering us, your grace covering us, melting our hearts again. for for people that we don't know and people we do know softening our hearts so that we would all experience the victory of God, cheering for one another, helping us to love people that we don't necessarily think we like. I see you covering us. I see new testimonies coming. Oh, of how you're working in our hearts and working in our lives to make us more like you like you in Jesus name in Jesus name amen amen let's keep praying let's keep loving let's keep doing this stuff shopping till we drop getting fans for people who are experiencing heatwave let's keep doing things for our neighbors let's, let's step up our game let's keep on being the church of Jesus Christ providing the hope That's practical that says this is in Jesus' name. This is this is not because I'm so great, because I'm not great, I actually suck. But Jesus is amazing. (laughs) So his love has touched my heart. (laughs) Let's keep on. Let's not let our hearts be hardened or stony. Bridge Church, oh, I love you with the love of the Lord, and I'm so excited about what God is going to continue to do in us and through us. I really believe, I believe it. I believe, I just believe the best days are ahead for us. I believe that. This darkness is not throwing me off. It's not throwing many of us off. And we're going to keep our eyes on the Lord. We're going to keep cheering one another on. Come on, y'all, let's do it together. Come on, let's do it together. I know it's hard, but come on, come on. Put the next foot in front of the other. Come on, let's keep on. One of the things that we've been seeing and praying about, you guys know about fourth quarter and how uh, at one time a third of our church um, really dealt with situational depression in this part of the year. You add to a pandemic, add to it all this stuff going on. And we said, okay, Lord, what can we do? And one of the things that we're going to do is offer to, for you to be able to receive prayer ministry on Zoom we're going we're going to, we're going to try that it's our way of saying it's kind of tough like you have this experience right now and then what if there's nobody what i mean i know there's always somebody but it's just out of a heart of love and compassion that we want to offer prayer ministry on zoom starting sunday november 1st at eleven fifteen, 15 and there's going to be a link in the description box so box so that we can come together and i could pray i could pray into some things some more and receive ministry we need as much encouragement from the lord as we can get and so uh, we'll make the announcement next week but that's just our heart our way of saying we love we love what god is doing we love you and we want to see us continue to stay on mission. And like in the passage we read, sometimes you need some help. I'm weary and I'm tired. We're not talking about helping folks who are strong. You know, just, just you know, babying people. We're talking about, I'm, I'm actually doing this. I'm exhausted. I'm discouraged. I'm depressed. And right now, man, my wit's in. Can I just pray with somebody? Can somebody just come? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure you've been there. I've been there. So I know what it's like to say, oh, wait. Ugh, I, it's not that I'm not doing it, but I'm tired. <laughs> and so just mark your calendar for that. It'll start at 1115. It'll be on Zoom and give us a chance to, I call it just a ministry time of expansion where you see things are getting rough. What can we do? We can agree and pray together. And watch God release more of his power and solution. Well, with that, family, the Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you, to be gracious to you, to give you peace. Lord, we ask you for even more good news and sudden big breaks. All for your glory, your kingdom's cause in the life of our people. We thank you, God, for the return of good news oh, in every area, every area of our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you, Bridge family. God bless everybody joining this online worship experience. Look forward to worshiping together again next week.